0: Grindin' all my life, sacrifice, hustle, pay the price, wanna slice, got to roll the dice, this why All my life, I've been grinding all my life, look, all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price, wanna slice, got to roll the dice, this why All my life, I've been grinding all my life, look. I kinda like try to focus in the, you know, in the moment, in the present, and that's humility. That's being humble. That's not setting no expectation. That's going out there and enjoying the game, competing at a high level. Finds it to Acuipo. once again the play. Oh, to Oh, what's on him, Giannis? To Acuipo, and the Bucks regain the lead. Giannis draws the foul, counted. Now Booker with Tucker on him throws it up for eight. Shot blocked by. What kind of player will you be in five years from now? I'll be I'll be much stronger. I'll be I'll be much better in everything that I do. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Ball Don't Live Podcast. This is your boy Dexter, your host, the one and only. Welcome back to another show. I'm glad to have you guys back. What a year has it been? NBA season's over, but it's been a journey. It's been a great ride and there's more to come, but I can't thank y'all enough for the ones that stay tuned since day one. I can't thank you enough for real. Like it's been, it's it's been 10 months doing this, you know, going into the last NBA finals with the Lakers and the heat is when I started off and the ending with the Milwaukee Bucks winning it this year over the Phoenix suns, man. I enjoyed every single bit of it and it was great. And I can't thank you enough. Like I said. But the show continues. The show goes on. So before we kind of you know, end this uh, season, I guess, uh, with the two, uh, 20, uh, 2021 Milwaukee Bucks being his champ, I'm going to kind of break that stuff down to you and what it means for Milwaukee and Giannis and the NBA going forward. So I'll definitely break that stuff down. But it's crazy how it just ended. Like I said, we got more stuff to do as far as going down the road. And we'll get into that in a little bit as far as uh, the future of what it holds for the bald online podcast there's a lot of good things that's you know it's brewing right now i got a lot of projects coming in mind uh, but as time goes i'll break this stuff down to you and for the ones that are new to the channel at this point uh go ahead and subscribe hit that bell notification and and Thumbs up if you can, because it does help out the content with the algorithm, YouTube and IGTV. It it pushes the content to the top. All the links in the bottom for all streaming platforms on the audio route. We're on Spotify, we're on iHeartRadio, we're on Apple uh, Podcasts, etc. But let's just go ahead and speak about the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, uh, it's been an insane year for them. For real, and it's been insane just for the NBA itself because of coming out of the bubble situation Um and going into this year, a lot of stuff was being talked about by Giannis, and he kind of overachieved, and, I, and I'll break some stuff down about what I just said right now. But you're talking about a guy who came out of Greece. or Sorry, my bad. He came out from the Greek country. <laughs> Greece. Uh, as the 13th pick. Dude was 6'9". Do weigh a buck 90 and look at how he transpired he came in at the age of 18 and now he's what 26 I believe or no sorry not 26 he's still young 24 25 I'm assuming but he came in the league young him and Middleton and they're the standing two guys remaining from that as far as that 2014 I believe roster 13 roster uh, but yeah man they carved out to be a good you know uh, combination for both of them Uh, Middleton and uh, Giannis deserves all the kudos, all the flowers, all the marbles, all the acolytes, all the parade, all that good stuff, and and yada, 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 because they brought the championship to Milwaukee. It's been a drought 50 plus years to win a title, or is it 49 years or so, something like that, but it's around that ballpark of almost a half century, and they just brought that to Milwaukee. And if you didn't see what happened game 6 after the after the celebration I'm sorry as far as them winning the uh, the trophy the Larry O'Brien trophy their district has almost 70,000 fans out there and downtown was turned for the small town of Milwaukee and for the state of Wisconsin and for all the loyal fans within that area I tip my head off because all you guys deserved it for a small market it's not easy to win in small markets. If you don't know, players tend to leave small markets these days. More about branding, more about name recognition, jersey sales, shoe sales, endorsement deals. And I and I get that. That all comes with the fame of being an athlete. That all comes with the nature of being in the NBA. If you go to big markets and you're a big name like Giannis. But the other guys don't got shoe deals. Middleton don't got a shoe deal. Drew Holiday ain't got no signature shoe. Like they have a they have these guys who pretty much were comparable to Giannis's game, but this was in a super team. Let that sink in for a second. This was not a super team. And Giannis said it best. And I'll post a clip for you guys in a second. Remember, when they when they lost to the Miami Heat in the bubble, and Giannis got hurt. And they were exited out the second round. What happened? What transpired? Everybody was talking about Giannis's contract. Is he going to sign that extension that's on the table, the max contract, or is he going to wait to summer of 2021 and decide either he's going to sign with the Bucks or he's going to go ahead and get lured by these super teams or these super players and join a super team? You know what? Giannis went against the grain. He went against the grain. He's like, no, I'm going to bring a title to Milwaukee. And obviously when he signed that contract, he had stipulations of his own. When he signed that contract late of 2020, he made sure the organization did everything in their power to lure players here in trades somehow, because ain't no one walking to Milwaukee. ain't, ain't ain't no one will come and join Giannis. You know, because of the city of Milwaukee, it has nothing to do with Giannis. I'm pretty sure if Giannis is in, my, in South Beach in Miami, players will come. But they have other reasons besides joining the team. South Beach, it's sunny. You got babes over there. You got you got the nightlife. You got celebrities, stuff like that. Milwaukee, it's 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 a blue collar city. People work hard, and 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 outside of you pooping, there is no. Glamorous spots in Milwaukee. It's a small town. I wouldn't even call it a city. It's a small town. You know, so... He went against the grain. Signed a contract. Milwaukee did everything in their power. You gotta understand, Milwaukee was pretty much building a team around Giannis for the past five years. I mean, look. They added Brooke Lopez, who was a free agent coming out of the Lakers. And they needed a stretch five. A big guy can go outside and create his own shot in a sense and he was doing that towards the tail of his career or his stint with the Brooklyn Nets as far as Brooke Lopez goes to the Lakers and that's all he was been doing stretch five so they say you know what this will work because Giannis is a pink guy so that will work perfectly fine with him so they got Brook Lopez and Brook Lopez ain't no bum yeah in a sense he does bum-ish things but he's a solid center in the league He's been here for a while. Then they get Eric Bletzel, a disgruntled player from the Phoenix Suns. Wouldn't get paid what he was looking for as the point guard of the Phoenix Suns. We see what, what uh, Eric Bletzel did as far as tweeting certain things. Kind of got the organization hot. Then they ship him to Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, it didn't work out for uh, as far as the team long term, but it was a good piece for Giannis. Then they trade Eric Bledsoe to the Pelicans, and they get Drew Holiday. Then they get P.J. Tucker, a disgruntled player from Houston, wanting to be on a contender. He said, if James Harden is gone and Russ is gone, what am I doing here? He was the last guy out of the camp. You got to understand. Like, when they had Russ, Russ was gone. They traded him for John Wall. James Harden came back disgruntled. They traded him to Brooklyn Nets. P.J. Tucker was like, what am I playing with? I don't know how to play with John Wall. Like, these other pieces don't make sense. Christian Wood, I don't know how to fit with that guy. Then he lost his minutes. Then he lost his rotation. Then he gets traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. Then you got Bobby Portis. You know the story about Bobby Portis. If you don't know, look it up. Bobby Portis, who gets drafted by the Chicago Bulls, was a solid player. Solid young guy. And then he gets into a situation with a teammate in practice and damn near, like, breaks his nose in his face. Get suspended by the team. Y'all, y'all heard about the marriage situation when he punched marriage in the face. Young Bulls, I guess it makes sense. He was on the Bulls, young Bull, I guess, Bobby Portis. Next thing you know, he goes to the Knicks. Didn't work out for him in New York. Milwaukee gives him a chance, and Bobby Portis comes out throughout the whole entire year thanking Milwaukee because they actually gave him a defined role on a caliber championship team a contender and he played good for them off the bench throughout the year it wasn't like he just caught on the last two weeks or a month or so in the playoffs he played well throughout his stint in Milwaukee so I big ups to Bobby Portis because the city embraced him as much as he embraced the team as much as he embraced the city as much as he embraced the organization and as much as he embraced the second chance opportunity he got because he was a big factor for the for the Milwaukee Bucks. There's no ifs. There's no buts about it. Bobby Portis, without his contribution to the team, the Milwaukee Bucks will not be here in game six winning that championship. Because outside of Giannis, which I'm about to talk about what he did, a marvelous game in game six, Bobby Portis was the only guy who was that guy that was consistent, that was doing his thing. And other guys kind of just like fell in the shadows. Either they're just watching Giannis like in awe, like, oh, my God, look what he's doing. Because those guys didn't show up. And I'll go ahead and break that stuff down to you. But like I said, it worked out for both. It worked out for Giannis. It worked out for uh, Bobby Portis. It worked out for Drew Holiday and Middleton and so on. It just, it was just a great collaboration of players. And those guys, they were superstars. Those guys, Middleton, Drew Holiday, uh, uh, Pat Cunnington, uh, Bobby Portis, so on. Those, uh, Brooke Lopez, et cetera. They played their role. Like, there was like there was times I was like, scratch my head. Okay, they're not, they're messing up. But they, they they, were superstars of their roles. Like, they knew exactly what they need to do to get to where they need to get, which eventually they just won a title. So uh, I tipped my head off because that team was constructed as a contender. Even though Bledsoe was on that team a year ago, they were still called a contender. Even though they won, they had had the best record in the East for two years in a row, had the best record in the NBA. Bledsoe was the point guard. They were still a contender on that team. So only thing that change was names and players. First team all defense, Drew Holiday. First team all defense, Drew Holiday. He's your point guard. P.J. Tucker, we know damn well that guy, he ain't the greatest defender. But he will play defense 30 minutes and give you zero points because that's what he wants to do. We've seen him with him and KD's situation. We've seen him at times guarding Trey Young. We've seen him at times guarding uh, 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 Jimmy Butler and such and such. I can go on. He played his role. Giannis didn't have to be that guy to guard KD the whole entire game or Middleton. It was PJ. So once again, I tip off my hat, I tip my hat to PJ and his lovely wife, his lovely family. Because they they went through a journey to get to where he's at. If you don't know the story about PJ Tucker, definitely go look it up. Where he where he started and where he ended has to be an ESPN 30 for 30 one day down the road. For real. Look it up, PJ's Tucker's history. Let's go and talk about this Game 6 uh, game six situation. And, and before we get to that, Milwaukee, as far as the organization, you did great. You did everything you can, and you won a title. And now you show other small markets that you can actually win in small markets. But players got to be loyal to the situation and trust organizations. This is not a situation for everybody. Trust me. The organization... And the player, they gotta, they gotta, be, they gotta come right here, like face to face on a lot of things and be honest. But like I said, this is not for everybody. But it kind of shows, like the NBA and small markets, like it's, it's doable. Milwaukee won, even though it was a 50 year drought. So, like I said, Milwaukee they did everything they can. They built a brand new stand for Giannis. They brought players for him. They gave Middleton the bag. They paid him. They gave Drew Holiday the bag. They paid him. They gave Brook Lopez the money. They paid him. They traded for PJ Tucker. They, they got Bobby Portis here. Added some other pieces through the draft. Traded for Pat Connaughton, who used to be on the Portland Blazers, because they needed a guy who can splash from, you know, from the corners at times. So they they constructed a good team around them. So Milwaukee, kudos to you as well. But the Gianna situation the, in game six, it was a one-man show, a one-man wrecking crew. Some guys didn't show up. Uh, Drew Holiday, I don't know where you was at at times, but you played great. And every every other facet of the game, you did your thing. As far as scoring-wise, you only had 12 points. I, can't, I Looking at these numbers, let me pull it up for you. Yeah, he didn't play good as far as offensively. He shot four for 19. He took 19 shots. In game six. And only made 12 points. But like I said. In all other facets of the game. He played great. He had 11 dimes. He had 9 boards. He had 4 steals. Matter of fact. Two of them I think were critical in the fourth quarter. Where he picked the pockets of Devin Booker. He picked the pockets of Chris Paul. First team all defense. Yeah that's him. So. Despite of the scoring. The scoring. You know, uh the lousy scoring from Holiday and Middleton, well, I'm about to speak about Middleton in a second, it was still a one-man wrecking crew. Like, I don't get it. Like you the Phoenix Suns were out five points at halftime. To get outscored twelve points in the second half by the Milwaukee Bucks, and to get manhandled by Giannis, who had Twenty points once again in the third quarter, which he, I think he had in Game Three or Game Four. Actually, I think it was Game Three. He had twenty points. That's the game they, the Phoenix Suns, got blown out. Basically, the worst game they played in the final so far. Probably the worst game they played in the postseason. He drops twenty points in the third quarter in Game Three. Drops twenty points in Game Six in the third quarter. Drops thirteen in the fourth quarter. He scored damn near thirty-three points. In the second half. Out of the 50 points. 33 came in the second half. So I'm, I'm going to talk about Giannis a lot. Stay tuned. Continue watching. And continue listening. But going back with Holiday. I think Holiday did everything he can in his power. To. Basically feed Giannis in a sense. he had 11 dimes. and, I, and There was ones where like. I was looking at him like, wow, he's passing the ball to everybody. Not just Giannis, but Giannis was getting bulk of the passes. Because obviously he was the one that was the engine to the collapse of the Phoenix Suns. It was Giannis. it's a one-man show. I have never seen something like this in my lifetime. In my lifetime. Like, I've seen LeBron put in a show. I've seen LeBron put a triple-double. Like, I've seen players do that in recent memory. But to drop fifty points in a closing game, Game Six, in front of your fans, the pressure's on Giannis. You can't lose this game, or the Bucks. You can't lose this game because Game Seven is in Phoenix. The guy shoot has a he shoot he's shooting terrible percentages at the free throw line. Like it became a thing now. Ever since the Atlanta Hawks created the one two three four count, when Giannis is at the free throw line. Now that's a that's a known thing. Everywhere he travels on a, in the in away games, that's what's going to happen. Guy can't—he's missing free throws in, throughout the whole entire postseason. Matter of fact, Chris Paul said he's even thinking about missing free throws as far as a jab or a shot at Giannis. But Giannis comes out and shoots 17 for 19 from the free throw line, goes to the basket and puts your whole damn team in risk as far as foul trouble, yet again. Diana Aiden, who's been in foul trouble. Every single game, they lost. They were up 2-0, remember? Phoenix Suns were up 2 zip. And they were feeling themselves a little bit. Every time they win, they go into the locker room and they celebrating. And then next thing you know what? Milwaukee Bucks win four games straight. And on those four games, DA's disappeared. DA's been in foul trouble. I mean, that guy, he looked like he was a freshman. At Arizona University. Or sorry, the University of Arizona. Wildcats in Tucson. He looked like that guy. He didn't look like an NBA player. He didn't look like a guy who's been in the league for at least a year or so. He looked like somebody who was in the collegial level. Kind of shined away from the challenge. But going back, and I'm speaking to speak about the Suns for a second. But going back to Middleton. Middleton played a subpar game as well. So Holiday was not good at scoring. Middleton couldn't be your Robin once again because he has his inconsistent games where he'll come out for one game, which is duly noted. Everybody knows his situation. Comes out for one game, gives you 38. Next thing, he gives you 11. Next thing, he plays great, gives you 20-something points. Next thing, he gives you 17, like he did tonight. He shot six for 13, only took 13 shots. But he had a couple, he had a couple good shots or clutch shots in the fourth quarter down the wire. Cause he is the closer for the Bucks, but he only has 17 points six for 13. And the team shot terrible as well. The team couldn't, they couldn't even hit a three pointer in the open ocean, like they couldn't even hit it in the ocean. And then when I say open ocean, I'm talking about you on a boat shoot the ball in the ocean, couldn't even hit the water, can't splash it. They shot a lousy six. 27 from deep how you win games like that I'll tell you how you win games like that the Milwaukee Bucks dominated the Phoenix Suns on the rebounding on both sides oh yeah they dominated on the offensive rebounds which is crazy you have DA in the paint oh no no timeout. he's too busy guarding Giannis so offensive rebounds are coming from Giannis Middleton, PJ Tucker Drew Holiday and whoever else Bobby Portis how do you get out-rebound? That's terrible. At the same time, Devin Booker didn't show up in pressure situations. Third quarter, where were you at, Devin Book? Fourth quarter, where were you at, Devin Book? Chris Paul, you showed up a little bit. i give you that. He played okay to me, but everybody else, to me, kind of crumbled in the fourth quarter. Giannis was the factor on both sides. Guy was blocking shots left and right. Some were goaltending some he almost pinned against the glass and some he was sending out to the courtside seats. Like, you know, get that out of here. He had five return to senders. He was sending them back and he gave you 14 rebounds and he gave you 50 50 points and he gave you 17 from 19 from the free throw line and played damn near the whole entire game. And Monty Williams and whoever else is on the coaching staff couldn't figure out what to do with Giannis. It's easy. It's simple. Copycat system. Do the same thing the Miami Heat did a year ago in the bubble. Do the same thing the Raptors did. I get it. They had better defensive personnels than your team. But still, you have Jay Crowder. You got Mikhail Bridges. You got bodies. Pack the paint. Let him kick out. Let Middleton, who shot Lousy today, or in game six, give it to Holiday, who shot Lousy. Let those guys kill you. Let those guys be the answer for why they won game six. Don't let it be a Giannis situation. Don't let it be a Giannis situation. That's why, to me, I can't even speak about Phoenix Suns. Like, I even went to game five. I went to game five. And I enjoyed the experience. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed. Oh, yeah. Look, right here. Oh, look it. Right here. Right? Rally the the tower or something like that? Oh, yeah. I was up in there. Rooting for the Bucks. Rooting for Giannis, my African brother. I'm rooting for you. You know why? Because he got all the flack. He got all. When he won the MVP twice. When he won the Defensive player uh, the same year he won the MVP the second time. What did did Giannis get? He got hate from the players in the league. He got a lot of flack from the media, from the fans, saying that he's one-dimensional, he has no skill, all all you can do is dunk the ball. That's a skill. Because Kwame Brown couldn't dunk the ball. And Kwame Brown was damn near the same height as him. So if you can dominate the paint, ain't that a part of the game? It's the score, regardless of how it goes into the basket. So for all you haters out there, continue to hate. Because this dude did it by himself with no super team, with no superpowers. He didn't run to nobody. Giannis deserves a whole basket, a whole avenue of roses, flowers, confetti. Matter of fact, build him a statue in front of the Bradley Center, the stadium. Come on. Like he's been getting so much crap for so many years. So many years. That's why to me, He deserves everything. I I don't even speak about that about players. When I say somebody wins the NBA Finals, I'm like, man, they had a great year, great team. But he decided to go against the grain, against everything, and then win it for Milwaukee, a small market. So all you have is out there, bye, bye. See you later, because you have nothing to say now. You have absolutely nothing to say now. And do not bring up excuses about, oh, the Nets were hurt. They were injured. That's part of the game. The Lakers were hurt too. The Clippers were hurt too. But they were not in the same conference of Giannis. It happens. It's the nature of the game. Players get hurt. Jordan lost his player. What was it, game six in Salt Lake City? 1998. When Jordan had 45 points. What happened to Scottie Pippen? Oh, he he, he he didn't feel good. And he had back problems. You don't see nobody making excuses. LeBron James lost Kyrie in the NBA Finals. You don't see him making excuses. He lost Kevin Love as well. You don't see him making excuses. Come on now. So all the hate got to stop, for real. But yeah, like I said, going back to Giannis. I mean, he he pretty much dominated on both sides of the game, the whole entire game, blocking shots. I mean, he was guarding pretty much everybody on the Suns team. He was guarding John, uh, DeAndre Aiden, CP3 at times, Devin Booker at times, Jay Crowder at times. Like he wanted it more than anybody else on the court. And as you if you don't watch Game Six, watch it. Who was the one that was trying to play every possession? Like he played like he was possessed, like he was out of his mind. Well, everybody else was pretty much like in cruise control on both sides of the court. Chris Paul didn't seem like he wanted it as much as Giannis. Same thing for Devin Booker. He didn't want it as much as Giannis and such and such. So, but like, I, I, I can't even dig deep into this Phoenix Sun situation. They're a young team. Chris Paul, man, I'm applaud everything that you have done so far in your career in 16 years. And you, and this is the closest you got to the NBA Finals. And who knows what happened, will happen down the road in the future for you. But to get Phoenix here, a lot of credit has to go to you, Monty Williams and James Jones, who is running the whole entire roster build. And Devin Booker is young. DeAndre Haney is young. Mikhail Bridges is young. But to bring vets like a Chris Paul and a, a, a Jay Crowder, guys who, who has seen the playoffs. Jay Crowder, who has went to the NBA Finals recently, last year is a Miami Heat. So like those guys, they surprise a lot of people. I said it before the season even started. Had three teams that can be a shocker or a surprise. If you don't believe me, y'all can look it up. Phoenix Suns was a part of the one three teams I mentioned that can be sneaky, a sleeper, or can catch a lot of people off surprise because they got Chris Paul, and Jay Crowder, and they got a young good team. But no one wanted to hear me back then, and now they're in NBA Finals and like, oh yeah, yeah. But, yeah, man, I tip my head off to Devin Booker. He, he proved a lot too. The Valley, Phoenix. So, I mean, I know they're going through a heartbreak. I seen it when they – you know, I was there when they lost game six. I was in Arizona. I seen the city literally collapsing tears because they were so close to winning it. So close. But, once again, tip your head off to Giannis. And this is what he had to say. And I've been holding this clip for y'all to see at the end. Play that tape. You know, obviously, I want I wanted to get the job done. You know, uh, they, but that's my stubborn side. Like it's easy to go somewhere and go and win a championship with somebody else. It's easy. I could go. I, I don't want to put anybody in this, spot. but I could go to a super team and you know just do my part and win a championship. Still, but this is the hard way to do it, and this is the way. And we did it. F- did it. We did it, man. Jim on the front right. <coughs> Yeah. Giannis, you just you deserve that, man. For real. Like, you don't have to go chase nobody to go be on a super team. But enough about that, man. I hope y'all enjoyed the whole entire season from the beginning to the end. The NBA finals was great. I got a lot of stuff that's about to pop in the next coming, I'll say about a month or less than that, probably. NBA draft. We got the Olympics. I got that stuff going for you guys. So stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe and don't forget to hit the like button. Come on now. I need to push this content to the top. I'll see y'all soon. Y'all enjoy your summer. I'll be back for the Olympics and the NBA draft. Until then, stay safe. Peace.